Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. Leviticus chapter 5. When someone sins in any of these ways, if he has seen, heard, or known about something he has witnessed and did not respond to a public call to testify, he will bear his iniquity. Or if someone touches anything unclean, a carcass of an unclean wild animal or unclean livestock or an unclean swarming creature without being aware of it, he is unclean and incurs guilt. Or if he touches human uncleanness, any uncleanness by which one can become defiled without being aware of it but later recognizes it, he incurs guilt. Or if someone swears rashly to do what is good or evil, concerning anything a person may speak rashly in an oath, without being aware of it but later recognize it, he incurs guilt in such an instance. If someone incurs guilt in one of these cases, he is to confess he has committed that sin. He must bring his penalty for guilt for the sin he has committed to the Lord, a female lamb or goat from the flock as a sin offering. In this way, the priest will make atonement on his behalf for his sin. But if he cannot afford an animal from the flock, then he may bring to the Lord two turtle doves or two young pigeons as penalty for guilt for his sin, one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. He is to bring them to the priest who will first present the one for the sin offering. He is to twist its head at the back of the neck without severing it. Then he will sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering on the side of the altar, while the rest of the blood is to be drained out at the base of the altar. It is a sin offering. He will prepare the second bird as a burnt offering according to the regulation. In this way, the priest will make atonement on his behalf for the sin he has committed, and he will be forgiven. But if he cannot afford two turtle doves or two young pigeons, he may bring two quarts of fine flour as an offering for his sin. He must not put olive oil or frankincense on it, for it is a sin offering. He is to bring it to the priest who will take a handful from it as its memorial portion and burn it on the altar along with the food offerings to the Lord. It is a sin offering. In this way, the priest will make atonement on his behalf concerning the sin he has committed in any of these cases and he will be forgiven. The rest will belong to the priest, like this grain offering. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, If someone offends by sending unintentionally in regard to any of the Lord's holy things, he must bring his penalty for guilt to the Lord. An unblemished ram from the flock, based on your assessment of its value in silver shekels, according to the sanctuary shekel, as a guilt offering. He is to make restitution for his sin regarding any holy thing, adding a fifth of its value to it and give it to the priest. Then the priest will make atonement on his behalf with the ram of the guilt offering, and he will be forgiven. If someone sins and without knowing it violates any of the Lord's commands concerning anything prohibited, he is guilty and he will bear his iniquity. He must bring an unblemished ram from the flock according to your assessment of its value as a guilt offering to the priest. Then the priest will make atonement on his behalf for the error he has committed unintentionally, and he will be forgiven. It is a guilt offering. He is indeed guilty before the Lord. Leviticus chapter 6. 
The Lord spoke to Moses, When someone sins and offends the Lord by deceiving his neighbor in regard to a deposit, a security, or a robbery, or defrauds his neighbor, or finds something lost and lies about it, or swears falsely about any of the sinful things a person may do, once he has sinned and acknowledged his guilt, he must return what he stole or defrauded, or the deposit entrusted to him, or the lost item he found, or anything else about which he swore falsely. He will make full restitution for it and add a fifth of its value to it. He is to pay to its owner on the day he acknowledges his guilt. Then he is to bring his guilt offering to the Lord, an unblemished ram from the flock according to your assessment of its value as a guilt offering to the priest. In this way, the priest will make atonement on his behalf before the Lord, and he will be forgiven for anything he may have done to incur guilt. The Lord spoke to Moses, Command Aaron and his sons. This is the law of the burnt offering. The burnt offering itself must remain on the altar's hearth all night until morning, while the fire of the altar is kept burning on it. The priest is to put on his linen robe and linen undergarments. He is to remove the ashes of the burnt offering the fire has consumed on the altar and place them beside the altar. Then he will take off his garments, put on other clothes, and bring the ashes outside the camp to a ceremonially clean place. The fire on the altar is to be kept burning. It must not go out. Every morning the priest will burn wood on the fire. He is to arrange the burnt offerings on the fire and burn the fat portions from the fellowship offerings on it. Fire must be kept burning on the altar continually. It must not go out. Now this is the law of the grain offering. Aaron's sons will present it before the Lord in front of the altar. The priest is to remove a handful of fine flour and olive oil from the grain offering, with all its frankincense that is on the offering, and burn its memorial portion on the altar as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Aaron and his sons may eat the rest of it. It is to be eaten in the form of unleavened bread in a holy place. They are to eat it in the courtyard of the tent of meeting. It must not be baked with yeast. I have assigned it as their portion from my food offerings. It is especially holy, like the sin offering and the guilt offering. Any male among Aaron's descendants may eat it. It is a permanent portion throughout your generations from the food offerings to the Lord. Anything that touches the offering will become holy. The Lord spoke to Moses. This is the offering that Aaron and his sons are to present to the Lord on the day that he is anointed two quarts of fine flour as a regular grain offering, half of it in the morning and half in the evening. It is to be prepared with oil on a griddle. You are to bring it well kneaded. You are to present it as a grain offering of baked pieces, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. The priest, who is one of Aaron's sons and will be anointed to take his place, is to prepare it. It must be completely burned as a permanent portion for the Lord. Every grain offering for a priest will be a whole burnt offering. It is not to be eaten. The Lord spoke to Moses. Tell Aaron and his sons, This is the law of the sin offering. The sin offering is most holy and must be slaughtered before the Lord at the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered. The priest who offers it as a sin offering will eat it. It is to be eaten in a holy place in the courtyard of the tent meeting. Anything that touches its flesh will become holy. And if any of its blood splatters on a garment, then you must wash that garment in a holy place. A clay pot in which the sin offering is boiled is to be broken. 
If it is boiled in a bronze vessel, it is to be scoured and rinsed with water. Any male among the priests may eat it. It is especially holy. But no sin offering may be eaten if its blood has been brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place. It must be burned. Acts chapter 20, verses 17 through 38. Now from Miletus, he sent to Ephesus and summoned the elders of the church. When they came to him, he said to them, You know, from the first day I set foot in Asia, how I was with you the whole time, serving the Lord with all humility, with tears and during the trials that came to me through the plots of the Jews. You know that I did not avoid proclaiming to you anything that was profitable or from teaching you publicly and from house to house. I testified to both Jews and Greeks about repentance toward God and faith in our Lord Jesus. And now I am on my way to Jerusalem, compelled by the Spirit, not knowing what I will encounter there, except that in every town the Holy Spirit warns me that chains and afflictions are waiting for me. But I consider my life of no value to myself. My purpose is to finish my course and the ministry I received from the Lord Jesus, to testify to the gospel of God's grace. And now I know that none of you, among whom I went about preaching the kingdom, will ever see me again. Therefore, I declare to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all of you, because I did not avoid declaring to you the whole plan of God. Be on guard for yourselves and for all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has appointed you as overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Men will rise up even from your own number and distort the truth to lure the disciples into following them. Therefore, be on the alert, remembering that night and day for three years I never stopped warning each one of you with tears. And now I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all who are sanctified. I have not coveted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You yourselves know that I worked with my own hands to support myself and those who are with me. In every way I've shown you that it is necessary to help the weak by laboring like this and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus because he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. After he said this, he knelt down and prayed with all of them. There were many tears shed by everyone. They embraced Paul and kissed him, grieving most of all over his statement that they would never see his face again. And they accompanied him to the ship. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma, in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.